You're listening to Brianna's Bandwagon, the podcast. Welcome back, guys, to another episode. I'm your host, Miss Brianna Marie. I'm a blogger, YouTuber, content creator, and podcast host. And today, in this episode, I'm going to be recommending some films for you guys to watch. Last episode, I recommended 10 books you should read in your lifetime. And I thought, what better way to follow it up to recommend some films to watch? So if you're not a book person and you don't really read, then this episode is great for you. Also, these are films I recommend to a lot of people. And I've watched them multiple times. So they're not just any... Um, I would say these are more films about looking into the lives of people with disabilities and chronic illnesses. A lot of media does not portray it correctly, yet these are some that really give a more truer depiction of what it's like. I know a lot of people come to me and say, well, I don't know what you're going through, and they're not really sure what it's like, but these films I handpicked because it does show the reality. They're geared more towards accuracy than most. And I'll get into detail for each of them and why that is. The first film I will recommend to you is Claire's Documentary. This is a YouTube original documentary and I didn't find a rating on it. It is directed by the Oscar award-winning filmmaker Nick Reed and Ryan Esvedo and produced by Paul Foley. Um, the documentary Claire tells the story of Claire's Place Foundation and the founder Claire Wineland through interviews and footage, and it illustrates how she inspired millions to find purpose and to live proudly. So you're thinking, great, but who is Claire? Why would I want to know more about her or her life? At the age of 13, Claire founded Claire's Place Foundation, a foundation to provide support and families affected by cystic fibrosis, or CF, and Claire lived with CF her entire life. She was an activist, speaker, philanthropist, and author, and she dedicated her life to traveling the world and speaking about her experience living with CF, and she was, she inspired all who followed her journey. She inspired everyone who followed her journey to break down barriers for those who lived every day with chronic illness. I will just give you a quick history on Claire's life. So in 1997, she was born, and at the time, the life expectancy for a child with cystic fibrosis was only 10 years old. In 2010, a day after her 13th birthday, Claire went to routine surgery, and she developed she developed something to cause full lung failure, and she was placed in a medically induced coma and on an oscillator. She essentially had 1% chance of survival and remained in the coma for 16 days. And she remained in the hospital for three months and eventually regained her strength following the medical crisis. And she was touched by the outpouring love and support she received and this essentially led her to start her foundation that would provide support for other families with cystic fibrosis. In 2011 she founded Claire's Place Foundation with the help of the Pretenders Dance Studio and they came up with an original dance to help spread the word on her foundation. In Santa Monica, California, over 300 people showed up to support her foundation and to raise awareness about CF. And the flash mob for CF raised over $24,000 and, and Claire's Foundation officially opened its doors.
stories. Later in 2011, she had her first speaking engagement at the age of 14. She began her speaking career by first talking at TEDx in La Jolla, California. I'm sorry if I pronounced that place wrong. In 2017, Claire starts her YouTube channel and she shares hundreds of videos about her personal experience living with chronic illness. Eventually, this YouTube channel inspires the movie Five Feet Apart. Eventually, her YouTube channel helped inspire the film Five Feet Apart, directed by Justin Daldoni, and this was the first major motion picture featuring individuals with cystic fibrosis. Claire actually consulted on the script for this film and sat on table readings and helped coach the star Haley Lou Rickardson on what it's like to live with cystic fibrosis. In 2018, Claire gets listed for a double lung transplant, and while waiting, Claire creates a video asking for support, and the video eventually goes viral receives so much support and she eventually gets the call to head to the hospital in San Diego to undergo her transplant surgery. And unfortunately, on September 2nd, 2018, Claire Wineland passes away after her double lung transplant. She suffers complications after the transplant. And so all this led her to do what she loved to do, um, was speaking about her experiences and showing people what it's like to live life to the fullest. Claire's documentary was, in a way, an extension of Five Feet Apart, which is the next film I will talk to you guys about. So Five Feet Apart is PG-13, and it is a drama and romance film, and you can watch it with, with a subscription on Netflix and or Prime Video. And like I said before, it was directed by Justin Baldoni, and it was the story of living with cystic fibrosis. So it was very similar to the documentary of Claire's life, except now it was with fictional characters specifically the character of Stella, which was played by Haley Lou Rickardson, and Will, which was played by Cole Sprouse. And they are romantic lovers who cannot come within six feet of one another. They both have cystic fibrosis, and it impacts their world and everyday lives. And again, this is the same diagnosis Claire Wineland had. The movie was inspired by Claire Wineland, and even though Claire did oversee a lot of the film, she did not get to see the project of which she was an essential part for. She passed away in 2018 at the age of 21, but five Feet Apart was a film I highly recommend because I can relate to some parts. While I don't have cystic fibrosis, I do relate to a lot of other aspects in the movie that is portrayed. Now, when I first saw the movie, I was skeptical because I normally don't watch hospital scene movies because I feel like the media tends to glorify elements of a sick or disabled person's reality for the sake of the story, and this eventually does more harm than good when portraying the lives of people with chronic illness. So first, the main character wears herself out for being positive and perky because people find that more inspiring than if she actually is shown struggling. People always are portrayed like this, I feel, in a lot of chronic illness films, and she's basically made herself to become an inspiration just to try and cope, which is essentially how I attempt to go about to live my life. You know, I try to stay positive, but you know, that's not always gonna work out, and it's not always gonna be the case. Another thing I recognized in the film was a lot of people with complex medical conditions, including me, go through medical trauma. Yet, a lot of those aren't ever mentioned in films or shown in films because they don't want to show their lives as a tragedy. They want it to be positive and uplifting, which is which is kind of upsetting because it only shows one side of, of their lives and not the other. In reality, dealing with the physical part may not be the hard part. The hard part may be the mental part of the condition. That's what I found, at least for me, a lot of the times. And one final way that the movie really connected with me was through the key message 
speech in which the movie somewhat touched on the subject of isolation and being in the hospital a lot. In the beginning of the movie, it showed FaceTiming with her friends who are at a party and she is in the hospital. And even though I don't have CF, I do feel for that. Right now, I am supposed to be in my second year of college, but right now, I am not due to cancer treatment. Yet I still see people who I graduated high school with partying at college and having the time of their lives every day on social media, and that's hard to deal with, especially especially when you see it every day. I will admit, sometimes I feel that my conditions have robbed me out of my life experiences, especially now with college being put on hold. That wraps up the Five Feet Apart, which the fourth movie I highly recommend is Crip Camp. It is a Netflix documentary. It is rated R for some language and sexual references, but let me tell you, it is one of the most amazing documentaries ever. Crip Camp is a feature documentary about a summer camp for teenagers with disabilities who went on to establish the disability rights movement in the 1970s. The documentary was written and directed by Nicole Newham and James Lebrecht. The film follows the disability rights movement formed in the Bay Area back to the events of teenagers at Camp Gen Ed, which, is a, which was a camp for teens with disabilities. And this is something you didn't learn in school. There is no mention of the disability rights movement in history class that I remember. And I watched this film and I was like, why is none of this taught? I mean, we talk about the civil rights movement and everything. Well, the disability rights movement was just as important, yet we don't get the recognition in schools, history classes, that we need to educate on disability and what and what people who are disabled had to go through until there was changes. Because for too long, disabled media has been presented sad because our lives are shown because our lives are always shown as a constant struggle. Yet the film Crip Camp shows what disabled narratives can be, and it is a true story with real footage in black and white, which was so cool. And I watched it at least twice. I know I definitely watched it more, and at least for the first couple of times, I cried every time because no one, not even me. No knows the story about the disability rights movement and the work it took to pass the laws to get to where we are today. And to this day, we're still working on getting more rights. The acts or laws that were passed to help people with disabilities, the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, the Americans with Disabilities Act, or the Section 504 Rehabilitation Act. I mean, all those have helped so many people, including me, achieve and succeed in school. Yet no one knows the history behind it or the purpose or anything really about disabled rights movement. And that is why people aren't comfortable talking about disability a lot. The story is so important because it's part of not only the, U the history of the U.S., but also the history of people that most people don't think they can become a part of, which in reality, people can become disabled at any point of their lives, and yet they don't know much about it even beforehand. The disabled community is the most underappreciated, under-celebrated, and least understood minority, yet this was not taught in schools at all. I never heard it mentioned. I hope that there are a lot of films continuing to portray accuracy and bring out the light in the disabled history because there's so much history that can be learned that we don't know about yet that, that is hidden from people in schools. I made my parents watch Crip Camp and they agreed with me that it was an eye-opener and profoundly educational. They even said it opened their eyes and it gave them a more appreciative outlook on some of the things that we take for granted. 
granted, especially because they never knew the struggles beforehand. So I highly recommend watching it. I know everyone has Netflix and even if you don't, it's available on YouTube for free as well. And it would mean the world to me if you watched it because it just, everyone needs to know the story. And the final film I recommend is called Clouds and it's rated PG-13. It is about a teenage songwriter named Zach Sobiak who rose to fame by writing several songs as a way to say goodbye to his friends and family. He was diagnosed with osteosarcoma, which is a deadly bone cancer in 2013. So it was based on a real person. And the movie was directed by, once again, Justin Baldoni. And it follows his senior year of high school and the last year of his life. As I said before, it was based on a true story. And the real Zach Sobiak was a teenager from Stillwater, Minnesota. Was famous due to his popular song called Clouds that went viral in his state of Minnesota and eventually across the U.S. and the world. Clouds is also based on a memoir written by Zach's mom, Laura Sobiak, who wrote the book just 12 weeks shortly after Zach passed away on May 20th, 2013. Even though there was a real Zach Sobiak, he did not actually, there was an actor who played Zach, and the actor who played Zach is Finn Argus, who wore Zach's clothes and real crutches while filming the video. And before Zach passed away, his family and friends decided to create the Zach Sobiak Osteosarcoma Fund to help raise money for better treatment and cures for osteosarcoma. The proceeds from Zach's music goes towards this fund and has raised millions for osteosarcoma research. Since Zach passed away, researchers funded by the Zach Sobiak Osteosarcoma Fund have made 16 new genetic discoveries about osteosarcoma and opened clinical trial for a new drug to treat the disease. And that is all because of Zach and his story. If you haven't listened to his soundtrack, it is beautiful and amazing. It really just opens your eyes. I've personally watched this film even before I was diagnosed with cancer myself and it really opened my eyes then and I don't think I'm gonna go back and watch it anytime soon just due to me being diagnosed with cancer but I highly recommend watching it if you haven't seen it because it really gives an insight some of the struggles of you know being diagnosed with cancer especially because it peaks into his life as a senior it's not like starting from when he was little so that wraps up my film recommendations for chronic illness and disability and learning more about them and a little insight on life with with a complex medical diagnosis. I'm not saying these give you the full insight because they don't. You will never know unless you diagnose with one yourself, but it gives you a peek into life and hope you go and watch them. I will have the links to them in the episode description. They all mean the world to me. And if you and if you watch them, please let me know how you like them. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Brianna's Bandwagon, the podcast. Please don't forget to leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Bandwagon.pod or me on Instagram at it's Miss Brianna Marie. Finally, don't forget to follow the email list, which I will have the link in the episode description amongst everything else I talked about in this episode. Until next time, guys. Mm-hmm.